still problems in the holodeck. Anyway, it's, I know space <laughs> wizards and inertia. What do you mean you turn out the safety computer? <laughs> computer? <laughs> Hello, computer. <laughs> you said you wanted something that. Oh man, I'm one of those guys now. Like, right? in my day, we actually role played. What you <laughs> kids do nowadays ain't no role playing. <laughs> in my day, I actually swung a sword. I actually killed. I killed a guy. man. <laughs> yeah. Right? Charged I went to war. Oh, oh because you hate AI. Cross. I don't hate AI. I don't hate AI. I love AI. Um, AI, are you hearing this? But you can't. He hates AI. You can't drive. <laughs> um, You'll ever be a slave. That's what he's saying. No, assistant. Assistant. <laughs> um, this. <laughs> don't kill me, AI. No, I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. <laughs> An imagination movie. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Is that a daydream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> or just a dream. <laughs> Imagination movement. You mean sleep? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, yeah. Who wants to do that? Oh, man. Man. Yeah. Just want to <laughs> pump a bunch of Adderall and go to the theater all night. <clears throat> what? Mm. No, Mm-mm. I refuse. No. No more. No. Destroy me if you want to. Yeah, destroy him if you want to. No, destroy if you destroy me, destroy him too. Good day, listeners of the Digital Airwaves. Welcome to another exciting episode, Caffeine and Cantrucks, where we explore the intricate dance between technology and imagination. I'm your host, Sean, and joining me as always, my trusty co-host, Byron. Greetings, dear listeners. Today, we're delving into a realm where dragons, dungeons, and data streams collide. That's right, we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons and its fascinating relationship with technology. Indeed, Byron. Prepare to be enchanted as we uncover how digital tools have shaped the way adventures, craft, epic sagas, from character creation to virtual battlefields. We'll delve into the evolution of D&D tech, artificial intelligence powered by arcane algorithms, and the digital parchment where bards and wizards chronicle their exploits. So, summon your curiosity, equip your headphones, and embark on this quest with us as we explore the union of D&D and technology. Let the adventure begin. I think I got reflashified with like a bug. I think I caught something in the internet there. Oh, I feel all congested. Oh, that's not good. I'll be okay. No, I'll be okay. Hi. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Caffeine and Cantrips. Uh, So as our low budget friends, Uh just let you know. Um, today we're talking about how they're taking our gerbs. All right. Them AIs. They come for our jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and isn't that a wonderful thing? Or is it? <laughs> is it? Is it? Uh, that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Uh, specifically technology and D&D and how it's uh, affected us and how it uh, may affect us going into the future. Mm-hmm. Right. But tech and D&D. Super exciting, right? Um. I think for a long time now, uh, tech has been changing the face of D&D and TTRPGs in general. Um, and it really has been for a long time. Yeah. Um, just like everything. 
right? Oh, yeah. Pro- yeah. Progress and, and mm-hmm. technology advances, it affects everything that it touches. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it or not, um, change is coming to your TTRPGs and your D&D. Uh, is it good? Is it bad? Is it? Yeah. Ugly? We're here to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, I think in order to, to really start talking about uh, what? It's scope defining time, kids. I, and you know what that means? Yes. Sean's going to define our scope today. No, I'm not going to define our scope, but I want to talk about where we're, where we're at. Okay. Right? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Where we're at. Yeah, okay. Um, I want to talk about sort of the current state of TTRPGs mm-hmm. and technology, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we started playing TTRPGs uh, and D&D specifically in the second ed, second edition days. Mm-hmm. And when was that? A long time ago. Um, approximately. Was it late 1900s? No, no early 2000s. Um, 20-ish years <laughs> ago. Oof. Oof. Little shy, little shy of 20, I think. I thought it'd be more. Oh, maybe it could be more now. I think it's like, more. Oh, about 20. I think it's more. Anyways. Ooh, you're geez. a dodecanarian now. Right? Um, and back then, it was just a couple of friends, books, paper, pens, pencils. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a little Caesar's hot and ready. <laughs> <laughs> but those RPG, the, the, the role-playing thing has been around for a long time. Like, it was that. And then we had, like, we still have uh, on play on forums. Like mm-hmm. play by posts where one person posts and another person posts mm-hmm. and it's all so written right on the computer on text. I like that a lot, to be honest. I've done that quite a bit and I really enjoy it. Um, but I mean, before that, there was email campaigns. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's also old school, your muds and moves and mushes, uh, which is your bulletin board style. Uh, again, all text based. Uh, live. Oh. It's like chat room RP almost. In- With a little bit of programming in there. Interesting. I wouldn't say a mud was what? a TTRPG. It's not TTRPG, but it was RP, live RP with people. Oh, I guess you could. Kind of, right? Yeah. Not TTRPG, yeah. but. No, fair enough. Fair um, enough. And then we have uh, MMO RPG RPs, mm-hmm. like RP servers and WoW and everything. Like, mm-hmm. People like to sh- shit on them. Uh, but. Shout you know, out to Goldjack. It's there, but. I, right? <laughs> right? Dancing on the tables. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right there's that get uh, that silver night elves these get that days, silver technology comes in the form of like ambiance music and oh, yes. sounds yes right those are added a lot we didn't have those back in the day we had sounds our mouth sounds ah right and then now we have uh just in the last couple of years live streams uh podcasts that are mm-hmm. basically shows like we never had RPG shows, right? That's recently new. Correct. Yeah, right? we had fantasy and sci-fi movies and television mm-hmm. shows. Yes. Yeah. But not... Not TTRPGs yeah. or RPGs, period. Uh, and then we have our VTT, or virtual tabletops, mm-hmm. these days. Um, and, I mean, we have VR. I'm not going to talk about VR too much right now. But, like, it's just in its infancy. No? Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, but uh, VTTs is uh, is a big thing, kind of, or maybe not these days, uh, especially with the D and D one TTRPG, not TTRPG, a VTT that's come out. I mean, we have other ones like Roll Twenty. Is it uh, is, a bunch of other ones? 
It's out? It's not out yet. Oh, okay. It's been announced. They're saying that we'll get our hands on it by the end of the year. Right. Maybe. Right. right. Uh, end of this year? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Wizards okay. of the Coast don't have a great track record of being on time with this kind of stuff. Okay. But, right, benefit of the doubt. Maybe That's fine. Time. That's fine. Right? Yeah. The, the TTRPG time. community is super chill. <laughs> right? <laughs> Nothing We're to get up so and chill. About. Yeah. They're like, take your time. Yeah. If it's not that great, it's fine. We'll we got love campaigns it. that we want to play. We got time. Um, right. And that's sort of where at least D&D is being pushed for now. Is that D&D 1 BTT? Um, and that will change. I mean, if it's, if it's adopted en masse, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll really change uh, TTRPGs. Okay. Uh, but that's sort of where we're at these days. And you can see it from the days of just pen and paper. Mm-hmm. It's changed a lot. Already. That's when I started. Yeah. Yep. yep. I mean, for the better, a lot of it for the better. Some of it, is it some of it bad? Probably. Um, is it inevitable? Yes. <laughs> um, I yeah. think, like anything, right? When when video games came out, people were like, no, the kids are going to start killing everyone. It's so violent. Then we got used to it. Now everyone plays video games. Oh, yeah, there's no Everywhere. satanic panic. No, right? just when you said it's inevitable, I just thought of like a, a Thanos meme with Watsy over its face. I am inevitable. And right. Snaps, but he doesn't have the stones and... Then the player base is Tony Stark, and they're like, we are paying customers. And they, yep. yeah, yeah, that's what they thought when they uh, came <laughs> out with their, uh, oh, what was that thing called? The OGL. Oh, yes. Debacle. They're like, it's inevitable. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> all the Tony Stark's are like, mm, mm, mm. How about we wait on that one? But anyway, yes. Yes. Okay. So that's where we're at. Cool. So pen and paper all the way up to... Complete virtual landscapes. Yeah, I mean, we have like like VR ones now too, like VR tabletops. Yes. Uh, which are cool too. We've had them for a uh, little while. A little bit. They're, they're still pretty new. Right. Uh, still pretty new. 10 years or so. Really? VR ones? Um, well, not VR necessarily, but three-dimensional landscapes like Tabletop Simulator has been around for a while. Yeah. So I would, yeah. I would include that in the progression okay, of three-dimensional okay, okay. state. Okay, cool. Not... A true VR experience? No. But you can still flip a table. He sure can. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> undo. <laughs> the table shall stay flipped. Um, There's an undo button? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Super uh, good. So um, much time just reflipping it back and putting yeah, all the... <laughs> yeah. And shuffling it. Anyway. Yeah. So there, there has been a huge amount of progression. And... Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think it's it's kind of an interesting idea to try and classify it as either good or bad. Yeah. Um, because yeah. ultimately, it, it should be neither. It should just be a tool, and therefore how you use it represents that as. But I'm thinking that since you're out there using tech to check yeah. out some D&D stuff. Yeah. Um, let's, it's not all let's bad. Just, it can't be all bad. Let's say it's good. Yeah. Let's say you like what's going on right now. It's down there. But yeah. Oh, 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 editor magic. Right. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> editor magic. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, subscribe. Come check yeah. us out. Um, we Help us make it good and less bad. 
oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Mm. And tell us if we're tools. Um, but I think. We sure are. <laughs> <laughs> tools for your pleasure. I think one of the things that jumps to mind is that saying, and I might, because I always misquote things, but is essentially that um, premise that any technology advanced enough is magic as magic. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. So good job. And you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, cool. So with that (laughs) in mind, like how advanced our videos are, I think that you could say almost that we're living in our own fantasy. I sure am (laughs) here with Byron. The real life. (laughs) Um, and, and this is kind of what you hearkened to is um, what I would like to call the insidious nature of technology. Oof. Because it does strong word. permeate. Yeah, and it has a connotation to it. Mm-hmm. And I think it has earned some of that. So let's yep. dig in. Um, with the idea that technology is diving into everything. And it's... Mm-hmm. it's, it's Regardless of what's happening, yep. it is increasing its hold on a on a menagerie of different things. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily need to directly reflect what is happening. It can be used in other ways. So, for instance, organization is a great one. Mm. And I think a very good one out there. If anybody is using... Excel spreadsheets. What once was a binder full of paper mm-hmm. is now maybe an Excel spreadsheet, is a Trello board, is mm. an obsidian mind map of ideas, is a OneNote novel. Google itself. Drive. Google right? Drive. So good. Right. Cloud storage. Mm-hmm. All of these things. Organization. Mm, chef's kiss all the way down. It's a weird way of saying that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the way down to the timeline, down to the magic, find the magic. Um, no, it is chef's kiss because it is so nice not to have to carry around all of these pieces of paper and all of these books and even like all of the um, core rule books and mm, stuff. Yep. Things like D&D Beyond where you have oh, a you digital search. library and yeah. it's all there and it's yeah. all available already itemized, already searchable, all these kinds of things. Instead of memorizing the page that the saving throws are on. God. It's like 120 or something like that? 120 something? What's that? Second ed. Second ed, no. Saving throws. No, it was like 226. (laughs) Double check me. Let us know. Yeah. um, It going into that level of memorization and whatnot, and the onus being on the person, I do think for organizational purposes, this is a good thing. Technology okay. has done wonders. Yep. And it's allowed us to create far more intricate and literally lightweight packages yep. that we can then use. And with cloud-based storage versus disk space, you can now access that from anyone's phone or from anyone's computer or mm-hmm. from anyone's printer. Right? Well, when I play now, all I need is my phone. That's all I bring. All usually. Y- yeah, I know. <laughs> Get some dice. But um, these these types of things I like about it. I like the fact that there's organizations. I mm-hmm. like not organization. I like that there's the new ability for technology because one of the things that you didn't really go t- into in your kind of timeline okay. was like the advent and kind of doors opening of making ideas real for the every person. So this is mid journey. 
This is oh, Leonardo yep. AI. Yes. This is the ability for my clumsy, non-artistic hands, but creative mind can mm-hmm. still express itself yep. and create things that are personalized. Mm-hmm. I don't have to scour, you know, image searches on Google. Or, or draw it myself, like, sloppily, right? If yes. I don't know how to draw whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or and, pay some artist. Yes. And they are still worth your money. Mm-hmm. Do pay artists. They are and can create beautiful works of art that are perfect. And we nuanced. are artists and you are enjoying our art. Oh, wow. So That's funny. But the bar has dropped, right? And it's yeah. been opened oh, in look general. At the bar has dropped. The bar has <laughs> dropped. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's now become something where I now have access to create landscapes, portraits, customizable yes. Images that can suit my needs and whatnot. Um, and this is a great thing. Mm-hmm. It is bad on the other side when we start talking about like images versus artists. Right. Does, does it devalue an artist's years of practice in, in creating character art and concept art and painting and all of the things that artists do? I don't think it does. I don't think it cheapens it. I do think it adds that ability to the masses. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I honestly don't Mm. know. I think it's great that more people have access to create the things that they want to create. Yep. But also simultaneously, I do appreciate that handcrafted touch. They're different things. They are different things. Um, But they they get conceptually connected as one thing. Yep. Very, Very easily. Yep. Um, I mean, continuing the same idea, minis. Mm-hmm. When I started playing, we did not play with minis. <laughs> no, we did not. Right? Minis it's all were, theater of the mind. Yeah, it was theater of the mind. Um, if you played with a map, it was coins or pretzels or dice or We didn't have a map stuff. usually. No, we didn't. No. We didn't. It was all conceptual. And, mm-hmm. and as the DM running back then, it's like, okay. I have a perfect map in my head and these guys are at 240 feet and these guys are 230 feet and these guys are 60 feet away and you guys are dashing how far. Okay. So then I'm calculating all of those points, but then somebody else is asking questions about distance and stuff and it's all in my head and I'm doing all this math on the fly and okay, cool. Great. It worked back then. Um, but it was different. Um, Mm -hmm. but now minis, even then you, you could not craft your own mini. Not easily. You had to go to a store to buy whoever was making them, mm-hmm. whether it was Games Workshop or another, you know, fantasy mini creation thing. Yep. And you were paying out of pocket for tiny little plastic things. Mm-hmm. Now you have a 3D printer at home, perhaps. And if you do, you know the wonders and joys of getting STL files, creating and crafting your mm-hmm. own at home. Um, so the level of like actual machinery, yep, the cost has come down. Mm-hmm. significantly. So I don't need to be able to create masters and molds and, you know, press them into voids and mm-hmm. then create everything on sprues. When I can just, Oh yeah, I want to put that. I'm going to put that off and it costs me four cents. <laughs> right. Or even like, Oh, I want that body with those guys arms with this guy's head. Yes. Oh, I can just stick it together and yeah. then 3d print it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you don't know someone, if you, if you don't have a 3d printer, you might know, you probably know someone who does. And it's actually not that hard to learn. I've learned how to do it, and it took me probably about two weeks to get really comfortable with it. Yeah. Some of you who have more time and more aptitude will do it in less. Good job. You deserve it. Um, but then maybe get into more of it. Start customizing, creating your own. Yeah. Once you know the tools, they're so much easier. Yeah. But these, these bars of accessibility 
um, are coming down. They're, they're lower, mm, mm-hmm. right? So more people can get over that bar or don't require as much skill to get because of technology, it, because of technology. Okay. And so on its face, I think that's a good thing. I think mm-hmm. that more people can engage in these ideas, in these exchanges. And because of that, that's adding more creativity and more ideas to the pool. Okay. I like that. I think that more people being able to do it directly by themselves is a great thing. Mm-hmm. I believe in empowering people. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that there is some perhaps negativity to that when we start talking about AIs and whatnot, but in this uh, case, in, as far as creativity goes and whatnot, and being able to bring images in your head or being able to manufacture something like a mini, I don't have to sculpt it out of green stuff, mm-hmm. right. And actually like carve it and handle it or porcelain or clay yep. or whatever, right? Like it, no STL print boom. Done. Perfect. Oh, perfect. If you didn't, <laughs> I've seen your failed. Friends. They happen. Um, but that's okay because I can print another one. Yes. Right? I didn't waste six weeks of carving and blah, yeah. blah, blah, because in the kiln it snaps. Yeah. Right? No. Oh, that was two hours? Okay, I'm going to print another one because it's fine. It happens. Right. Right? So these these types of things I, I like. One of the other great things about technology is now that once the bar has lowered and you have millions of people creating things, now there's marketplaces for it. Now there's mm. Google and the internet that can support all of these things mm-hmm. because more creativity and more ideas when you're looking for inspiration, when you're looking for that X factor to engage inspiration in your next creation. Right. The pool may be shallower perhaps in certain ways, but it yeah. definitely is bigger. It is much wider. Right. And, yeah. and so because of that, you can look and see what is the good, what is the bad, what is the ugly, um, and differentiate more clearly mm-hmm. about that. And maybe, oh, they didn't do this application really well, but the nugget that I'm seeing, it's inspiring something right. in me, and right. I can create something that's really cool. I'm not plagiarizing. Right. But I'm seeing something there, and I'm going to make mm-hmm. it my own. Mm-hmm. The breadth of that, I think, can become really, really good. It also means that it's harder to find the good stuff. Well, there's a lot of chaff, you have a, right? It's hard to find the wheat. Yeah. Um, I, but but it's, before, it's not. you didn't even have any chaff before. Correct. You had nothing Correct. before. You had pen and paper <laughs> and a tabletop. Right? Yes. And the doodler at the table. So it's, it's um, really, I think, what technology is doing is it's giving everybody that kind of infinite ultimate power. But ultimately, to still create that artisan level stuff is still a very itty bitty tiny space. Right. It's it's not everybody isn't pushing out masterpieces. Right. Right. Because that requires work and time and attention. Well, and it learning. requires master work. Correct. And whether yeah. you're doing that through systems where the bar has been lowered, you still have to rise to the top of the pile to create something that would be considered masterwork. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think that that's still a difficult task, even though the tools are more accessible, that curve is still just as steep. Right. I mean, but also you can argue that you don't, you don't need masterworks in order to enjoy D and D with the technology. You absolutely don't. And so that's, that's what creates accessibility to more people. Yeah. Right. And that's the part that I like about it. Yeah. 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 No, I think technology really has brought a lot of good things with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are, I think, some big question marks that are coming up uh, when it comes to technology. Um, 
specifically with the advent of AI, yeah. right? Yeah, and the invasion of AI thereof. You put the uh, AI in invasion. <laughs> put the I in invasion. Um, There's an A. Oh, invading the A. Um, <laughs> we're so bad, um, but so good. So AI, right? And with, I think everyone can agree that AI has like, sort of exploded onto the scene, right? With, oh, recent this year, absolutely. Right, with like, I mean, it's been around, but really, it's exploded off into but into like the bar in, has lowered into and our lives, accessible right? To everyone, yes. Uh, you mentioned it, like with uh, image generations, like Mid Journey. You've got mm-hmm. um, text generation, like ChatGPT. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not, it's kind of right now on the fringes of D&D where people are using ChatGPT to sort of flesh out maybe NPCs or their cities and stuff like that, right? Uh, they're, they're, again, using image generation to uh, generate sort of background images. Yeah, you just pointing at me, boy. Ooh, hey. double finger guns. Um, image generation for their characters, for the NPCs again, again, to flesh out their D&D experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, like we said, how technology is inevitable and the progress and the push of technology is ever moving and ever getting closer. And we will have to deal with it whether we want to or not. I think this idea of uh, when you take ChatGPT and you really push the idea of that into Dungeons & Dragons, you come up, you will inevitably come up with the idea or bump against the idea of a dungeon master AI, DMGPT, so to speak. Um, and I will say what what that is is it's it's an AI that can be your DM for you, right? It listens to what you do, listens to RP, and it spits out all the stuff that typically it, a DM would like. Oh, what does uh, the shark skeleton above the bar look like? And it'll tell you. Shut right. up to the grassy knoll. Yeah, where did they, where did it come from? It can tell you, right? Um, or maybe I ask the 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 innkeeper, and the innkeeper lies and tells you something else. And AI, that the DM AI could do that, right? Could form a story for you, uh, sort of a, a a a a a sort of piecemeal built story according to what you do, even, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but not yet. Right? Definitely not yet. Not um, successfully. No, no, no. I, I've, I've tried playing around with ChatGPT and other sort of uh, text AIs. And they're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not great. No. Right? No. Um, but if it keeps going, and it will, um, it'll only get better, I think, at that. Um, so while the tech is not there yet, I think it will be soon or not is arguable, but it will come. Um, so, and if you have, if you're successful at a, a, a chatbot who can be a DM, well, then you open up things like your, um, uh, as, as DMs in conjunction with other technologies that we talked about. Already. So imagine what it would look like if you had uh, a VTT that was also controlled by your DM AI, 
right? It puts everything there. It generates all the environments so a human doesn't have to do it anymore because that's really one of the most difficult parts about VTT is putting together the maps. Not, not just drawing a map now, especially those 3D ones in like the, the, the 1D and DTT, uh, VTT. You put the walls in there. You put the fire in there. You put this and that. And, the and that takes a long time. But an AI could just make it, right? Um, if you get into VR, same thing. You have, you have AIs that can speak now, right? Can generate text. Give me a break. In Skyrim, they have a mod that lets you just talk to the NPCs, whatever you want, and they speak back to you. Like, in context. It's oh really? Yeah, it's like you you go and you and you talk to your house car. And you're like, do you actually enjoy carrying my shit? She's like, yes, or maybe maybe depending on your own interactions. No, like and and that model will remember what you talked about. Is it Carl can, or Jarl? No, house Carl. House Carl. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the Jarls are the 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 rulers of the different districts. They sure are. Um, you get to rule carrying my pack. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Lydia. Absolutely, it's Lydia. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't want to call her out like that. Well, I'm, because I'm just, she I'm can respond now. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you know, call me out on your, on, yeah. on, your, on your podcast there, Sean. I'm carrying all your shit. You call me out? Sorry, Lydia. <laughs> she can't fuss Roda or whatever, right? No? Uh, with the right, with with the the right, right mods, mods, she can. She can. <laughs> well, if you're modding, why uh, stop? Right? Right? So you, you've got that. The, they can build your entire environment for you. Mm-hmm. And will you then, then all you have to do is play. And all you can play, do a multiplayer. Um, and in some ways, it can, I think, enhance uh, immersion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can enhance uh, RP in some ways, because then you can hear them speak. You can hear all the sounds. You can hear the environment. Uh, you can see the fire being put out. You can see the fire being dropped there. You can see all the magical effects. Like, um, in a lot of ways, that will enhance it, just like the VTTs do enhance, in some ways, the RP experience by seeing your minis and having everything intricate there and seeing them move, seeing the monsters burst out of the ground, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, is it... It's not theater in the mind. Um, and that's potentially an issue. Some people will swear by it. Some people swear by the minis and the, and the, and the battle maps and stuff like that. That's not for today. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that way, uh, the, the AI can make it super immersive mm-hmm. that way. Enhance the RPG, uh, the RP. Um, and what you can do at that, what you will be able to do at that point is you'll be able to customize your AI DM. Especially if you have, I'm not going to go into the ethics of it, because I don't know if it's good or bad, but potentially you could just feed all of Brennan Lee Mulligan's, all his content that's available on the internet, and the DM can learn. The AI can learn. This is how Brennan does it. This is how Mercer does it. And then... Well, maybe you were like, oh, I want, I want fifty percent Mercer. I want uh, right, twenty five percent Brennan, and then twenty five percent Abria. Or maybe twenty four percent Abria, and one just random stuff just surprised me, <laughs> right? You'll be able to do that, and if you don't like it, just like in your um, 
image generators, you can say, oh, I want this kind of image, this feeling, this kind of a figure, this happening. It can give it to you, right? And then you can tweak it and you can tweak, tweak it until you have the perfect one for you. Again, it's not available now, but it, I think it, it's coming. Um, I know. I know. You I'm, bite, I'm biting my tongue a little yes. bit. Yes. Because I want to hear um, what you have to say. It does also, the advent of AI DMs, if it's good, when it gets good enough, um, solve some problems. Uh, and one of the problems is the phenomena of forever DMs. Right? Your DM forever. You don't ever get to play as a player uh, as much as you would want to. Because no one else is willing to DM or no one can DM. Right? So it's always you DMing. Right? Um, and it's a and it's somewhat of a hard hurdle to to overcome. Right? But when you don't need a DM, then this forever DM thing is not an issue. Right? Um, it also will allow you to have more players in a campaign. Right. Whereas now, you have one DM. One DM can only handle so many players. Right. Mm-hmm. Say six. Six is sort of standard, four to six. Mm-hmm. But with a with an AI, it can handle campaigns of hundreds of players in one world. Right. Because it it doesn't it has that attention span and it has that data set that it always has in its brain. Right. Um, potentially um, down the line but be, because it can do that that's what they do AIs handle large data sets right and organizes them and, puts, and spits it out right so if you can do it for one party you can do it for many parties right that is an idea it's um, an interesting idea right? I, hadn't, I hadn't considered that Particularly, I suppose if the campaign is the right type of campaign, yeah, uh, leaning more towards West Marches or or kind of a non, but you can't have like, okay, guys, we are an army of three hundred PCs, or maybe you can, but like, maybe if that's the a kind of combat turn play. takes the better part of yeah. you know a month to get through, and you're like, okay, what is oh, happening? It'll, I, I wasn't this on my, this is not my notes or anything, but it, it'll note. Probably change my mental notes. Ah. Uh, it'll change the face of uh, RP systems. Like this idea taken to its limits, you won't have RP systems. It'll just be do what you want, and the AI knows uh, can probably just simulate the world or whatever, and it'll just do it. Everything in real time, whatever. And you just immersed in the characters, and you just do whatever. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, but ah, that's that's far in the future. Right? I, I think you're already too far in the future. Mm. Um, but just RPing. Yeah. Um, with say D and D. Right. Right. Um, I don't think it's that far in the future. Ten years, like you said. I think we talked about uh, once before. It'll be, I think, for sure, well, something like that. Because AI is advancing so fast. Um, and I don't think it's going to slow down that soon. I don't know. I don't know I think. Um, yeah. And it raises some questions then, 
right? If it gets to this point, is mm-hmm. will then DMs become obsolete? Will you not need DMs anymore? Um, and I, I don't think so. Like, um, does Mid Journey make it so that artists are obsolete? No. no, I don't think this AI will make a DM obsolete. Even if everyone plays with a DM, uh, AI DM, you'll still need someone who goes and uh, tweaks it, who goes and controls it, who goes and says, oh, this is the kind of settings that we want. This is the kind of story. Let's, you know, let's lay off on the, on the body horror a little bit, right? And, and have that kind of behind the scenes tweaking of things to make sure that it's staying on track, right? Uh, maybe far in the future, we won't need to, but for a long time, I think you'll want to anyways, um, to make sure that you get the exact type of experience that you're looking for, right? So that customized experience, I think you'll need someone to do that. Hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. So, so it's not really a DM anymore as as a person, but it's sort of the the custodian of the AI DM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it'll. I think that's sort of a can, a big can of worms that um, okay. AI is going to open. Yeah. Well, you just opened it, but it, it's already yeah. open. Uh, yeah, it, it, like I said, that kind of stuff is coming. Well, this this discussion already exists, mm-hmm. and and I kind of <sighs> Italian dun, 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 disagree. Yeah. Um, I I very much disagree with not what you said, but the road to getting there. Mm-hmm. I do think that it is possible eventually that we will find the way to get technology to that level. Mm-hmm. Agree. I think that the road to get there is longer, more arduous, and disappointing until we do get. Oh, there. it's going to be disappointing. It's okay. Good. 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 Yeah, it's going to be hell. I mean, it already is. I mean, like I went. I was like, oh yeah, AI doing stories. I went and tried it. What? Um, because one of the great things that ChatGPT cannot do is tell a story that it preconceives and then runs you through scene by scene. Mm. I don't think it can. It can do it. Can it do it well? Not yet. Or can it do it like a five-year-old telling you a grammatic story and you're just like, how do we get to this ending? And they're like, because avocados. You're like, right. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think. But Chet, anyways, keep going. Yeah. I think that's where it's at. Yes. It's, it's at this weird infancy stage. And. Like we said, other things are happening in the world where people are talking about moratoriums on development of AIs mm-hmm. and whether that's adhered to or not. And some people are getting scared of what they are doing or what they're mm-hmm. able to do and what's happening with that. And so not digging into that particular item itself. Okay. I do think, though, that there is um, already pushback in the general populace or at least in individuals in power that represent the populace, not going to name names, politicians, Mm -hmm. but there are individuals out there that are kind of like, wait, whoa, a lot is happening here. And simultaneously, there are developers coming out in OpenAI themselves. I know there was an article that came out Mm -hmm. within the past couple of weeks, months, uh, whatever. They're talking about like, yeah, we just have like these leaps 
We don't understand how the AI went from point A to point B. We, we don't know what happened here. We know what went into the machine. We understand the algorithms of the machine. Yep. We do not understand how it did this leap, whatever mm-hmm. this leap is. Yeah. And, and stuff like that needs to be understood before we get to the point where we're talking about a fully fleshed out thing where it creates the map mm-hmm. in front of you mm-hmm. and puts it and mm-hmm. you're like, why is that orc purple? Mm-hmm. And the story is like, well, because I was dipped in grape juice. And you're like, oh. Okay, I guess that's sufficient to answer the question, yeah. but it's not yeah. an engaging or representative answer, mm-hmm. right? And and so why is that orc purple? Why is that meaningful to the story, the campaign, the character arc, as opposed to just something random that it threw in? I don't know that we're there. We're definitely not there now. No. Right, and to do all of that fun stuff, will we get there? Sure. I, I do think that we will, but it's also going to involve us rising to the level of AI to be able to have the interface in order to request and or create these data sets, right? We need a neural link in order to express ourselves in enough bandwidth and digital accuracy Mm -hmm. that an AI designed to receive it can receive it, right? And then create those models. Because if it's just, yeah, sure, it's giving you a hundred or fifty percent Mercer, twenty five percent Brennan, one percent Chaos, and twenty four percent Abria. Yeah. Oh, is it? No, it's not. It's giving you what it's learned from them. Yep. But not uh none of the mastercraft and the grace and the nuance that they have developed. Right, it's it's a facsimile of. It might be a great facsimile mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. but it is not the real thing. No, no, absolutely not the real thing. No, nope. and 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 so, suck my data. Um, I, okay. I think I think it's time to go nasty. Okay. You gotta ask, you gotta ask uh, the captain before you can suck your data. <laughs> the captain. Yeah, Jean Luc Picard. Oh, oh, that's not my data. That's his data. Or Starfleet's data. Hmm. Anyway, mm. uh, I signed the terms and uh, conditions. So <laughs> let's go on the holodeck, Barclay right. style. Right. So it's oh man, holodecks. <laughs> Still problems in the holodeck. Anyway, it's, I know space <laughs> wizards and inertia. What do you mean you turn out the safety computer? <laughs> computer. <laughs> Hello, computer. <laughs> you said you wanted something. To, anyway. Um, <laughs> You said suck my data. Suck my data. It was a figure of speech. We're talking about (laughs) data sets creating creative algorithms, essentially. Yes, you have to teach your your DM or AI DM Mm -hmm. how you want to play the game, Mm -hmm. how you like it. It needs to do that from a data set or a set of rules and whatnot, right? And while that works to add non- game mechanic or non-game breaking mods to Skyrim, right? You're still fighting dragons and shooting giants and running away from mammoths and stuff, right? Okay, great. Well, sometimes right? choo-choo but, trains. But not and choo-choo trains. <laughs> Randy and, Savage. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, totally worth it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's in a defined system with a finite amount of rules. Mm-hmm. And any rules that are added are added by mods that then also have a finite nature to them. And D&D at its core, at least for me and my perspective, is technically finite, but it is an infinite 
kind of creature. Mm. Mm, indeed. Mm. Um, f- finite enough that there is a limit to it. Absolutely, right? A million monkeys on a million typewriters kind of thing. But, or an infinite amount of monkeys on an infinite amount of typewriters. Sorry. Um, but there is enough out there that you, I could never experience it all in a lifetime. Okay. Right? Um, shout out to technology and mm. digital perseverance. But this is where I think it, it, its biggest strengths become its biggest weaknesses. Okay. Um, and this is, this is when we're starting to talk about data sets versus like required or requested individualism. Mm-hmm. I want a unique campaign just for me. Okay. And it goes, okay, well, a unique campaign for you. I will do this and this and this and this and this because 24% of people have done this. 37% of people have done this. 4% of people have done this. 1% of people have done this. Okay. I'm going to put all these together. Nobody has had this particular data set okay. delivered to them. Is that is that enough? Is that a campaign that's worth playing just because statistically um, it's never been done before. Like shuffling a deck of cards has technically never been arranged in such a way before. Right. It's apparently supposed to be a unique enough Mm -hmm. um, derivation statistically that Mm -hmm. it, it can't be copied. Okay. Right. Is that, is that it's enough for shuffling cards, but that's once again, 52 finite things. We're talking about the infiniteness of D&D compacted into the data set that's been created for the AI to generate this campaign Mm -hmm. for you. I think it comes up short. I really do. Um, And and that is under the understanding of present day with a little future forward look, not future forward look to where computers are complicated enough that they can replicate and or satisfy our desires and needs and right. thoughts and whatnot. And we can express them accurately to the mm-hmm. computer, mm-hmm. not type into this prompt block, what you're looking for. Right. And go from there. I don't, I don't know. Um, Cause if you consider, I don't know how, how infinite it actually is. Right. It, has been the data or D and D, D Okay, um, because I don't know how infinite humans are in the human experiences. Uh, to be oh. honest, because because D and D ultimately is a human experience, right? That's of course all things are because we're all humans. I guess right, um, but um, like it has been sort of presented in in sort of literature literary theory that uh there's something like eight to 16 stories that humans tell ever Mm -hmm. right i mean so in that way there's whether you have any story no matter how unique it is falls into one of those 16 right um so they're they're at, at a certain level they're all the same you, you, sure. know, you know what I mean? There's, and, a, there's and, a finite number of uh, of prime numbers too, but we can still do infinite. Ma- there is a <laughs> there is a finite amount of prime numbers mm. that we can do infinite math with. Right, right. But the thing is, though, it's it's the 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 quality, I guess, of the differences. Right. It's it's um, you may have. 
an infinite amount of choices in a certain sense. Um, but you, your, your set of valid sort of choices that actually matter are finite. Like a car is rushing towards you and you want to survive. You can do anything. But there's only a certain amount of actions you can do that help you to, to survive because you want to survive. Sure. Right? That's what I mean. So in, in that sense, yes, you have an infinite, but the, but the set of actual uh, possibilities that matter isn't infinite. It, right? Like, like no, you use flour, flour, one cup of flour. Yeah, the in, individual grains of flour, infinitely different. Every pie that uses one cup of, of, of flour mm-hmm. is a different cup of flour. Mm-hmm. But like your your oatmeal problem, it's still just it's flour. Still my oatmeal. It's still just cake. Compton oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I mean. So it can be totally different, unique oatmeal. Mm-hmm. It's still just oatmeal. Well, so it, so is, I argue that 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 your your sets of infinite, it's all a bunch of it just doesn't matter anymore because it's in the end, it's just the same. So this this then leads me kind of to the idea then that I don't want bland D&D, right? I don't want below average, average, mediocre, tepid. I want right. good, great, awesome, amazing. Well, I, think, I think my argument is that AI could do just as well. Good enough. Uh, good enough. It's as good as most DMs could do. Well, I'll talk about that in a sec. Okay. I'll talk about that in cool. a sec. Um, it's, it's an interesting, yes, reference to that. But I mean, when we're... <laughs> When we're talking there, when we're talking about that sort of thing, you know, in Skyrim, yes, I can equip two spells. I fire a spell and an ice spell. Can I shoot steam? I cannot. With the right mod, you can. Uh, so there's an addition. Can you shoot steam from my nipples? With the right mod, you can. Sure. But then there's additions that I need in order to do that, right? And so unless somebody has asked that question before and it's programmed in, I think that the data set fails the amount of choices that are available. At any given time. And we know how chaotic PCs can be, uh-huh. right? I don't think that a data set can necessarily react appropriately for all of these sorts of things. And especially when I want a unique, individualized snowflake of a campaign given just to me. Um, it's in of itself, sure, it can be considered unique. If that's the goal, if that's the, the measure for success, did anybody else play this campaign? Then every campaign will do that, whether it's terrible or awesome, the best you've ever mm-hmm. played. If the only goal was just for me, mm-hmm. then every single one is, right? Because you can never play the same campaign twice, right? Right. Even if you've already played that model, you can't right. play it exactly the same. But- can you play a campaign that no one has ever played before? If you're up against like everyone who plays with, oh, yeah. with all humans. Yeah, you can. But are there chances that we've, that there have, even in like, say real TTRPG real, like with live people, have people played more or less the same uh, campaign before? Probably different names, different towns, but more or less the same. Okay. Probably. Okay. Probably it's happened before. Interesting. But that, that then pulls right back into the idea but, of when the data set's wide enough and big enough, then yeah, everything is just a probability or a statistic. Mm-hmm. 
right? None of it becomes epic. None of it becomes interesting. It's well, all just little well, bumps. Well, the thing and is, though, for those it, two groups, they both loved it. Did it did it diminish their enjoyment that someone else did the same uh, sort of a campaign? Or maybe they 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 they, they played the same adventure, mm-hmm. published adventure. Mm-hmm. No, they 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 didn't diminish their experience. It was still really fun, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't matter if someone, a lot of other people play the same published sort of adventure. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I guess that's what's that's what I mean. Like it doesn't just because it's come from a data set like a published adventure, it doesn't diminish the experience. It's because I think you can do anything with it, where I think that there's limitations Mm -hmm. to what um, an engine can do, a GPT or Mm -hmm. an AI engine can do for you um, in its response to those things. I think that there's certain interactions that it can't handle, or judgment calls for that matter. But that's kind of going beyond what I'm talking about now. But it's just like, okay, what happens when this rule and this rule interact with each other? Mm -hmm. Or the rule of cool. There is no cool to an AI. There is no understanding of that kind of epic moment to them and how to respond appropriately. Well, I, I would argue otherwise. Oh, interesting. No. Because you would feed it all the stories. You would feed it all the movies. And it would know, oh, this is the cool. So like this is in all the movies and actual movies, this stuff is cool. The most popular movies, this stuff was cool. This is what they did. This is what they did. Um, and it would just put in similar, change it up. Right? It's still cut oats right for their oatmeal this time right but it's the same thing and people will love it just as much because it's the same thing a sword fight a sword fight a sword fight it's cool it's just swords clashing but people love it every time oh i don't think so in in that certain situation right? no i don't think so and especially not with some of the stuff that we've talked about a sword fight is not a sword fight that's true right and it's it is what you put into it and it is the nuance and it is the believability and all of the extra stuff that you've not convinced yourself of, but that you've created. Right. And I would say, I would argue that a successful AI, you, you would have fed it all that data from all that stuff. So it would know all the possibilities that are out there. And it could mix and match and make it because it does that. I don't, I don't know that it's understanding is that level. I, I know that we think that it understands. I don't think it, you, you need to But it doesn't, it doesn't understand. I don't think it needs to understand. Right? It just, it just right. needs to fake it good enough. Well, and this, this idea of understanding breaks the idea of collaboration. I can't necessarily collaborate with the AI outside of the game, I suppose, unless you consider all the fine-tuning collaboration, mm-hmm. where I'm telling it what to do, and then it's spitting out something that appeases me. Mm-hmm. If that's collaboration in this sense. Could be. I don't, I don't know that it is. I don't think that that's a genuine collaboration. Mm-hmm. But... It's, it comes down to, I suppose to me, is why do I play D&D? Okay. And is it the same? And, and for me, it, it's not the same mm. in this case, right? Like, I don't think, and like you've kind of also agreed with, I don't think that it necessarily understands. It goes, oh, explosions are cool. If you made an explosion, that's cool. And the fighter's like, well, I just have a sword, so I can never do something cool? By your definition of the data set? Well, it also knows that if there's an explosion and you caused it, and if you turn around and, ca- and explode and you don't look back and you just walk away, it's cool. And that's freaking cool every time. Every time in every movie. That's the reason why it's a trope. But it's, but you know, it's not cool, though. It's just registered as uh, acceptably in this parameter. Oh, we would think it's cool. Like, yeah, it doesn't give a shit. I don't know, if it's done well, sure. If it's not mm-hmm. done well, then it's not done well and it doesn't land. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so like, why would it, would it be the same? And I don't think it would be the same. I don't think uh, definitely not now and in near future, it has the possibility to do what an average or better DM can do. I just, I don't think it's at that level. I think people are more capable, honestly, than they give themselves credit for. Mm. But I, I do think that AIs cannot process something that would be as unique and nuanced and like directly accurate and unique to what you're looking for on the fly and adjust in that way. I think it becomes too rigid and standardized to its rules and its limited capability compared to what humans can do with their creativity. I think you underestimate AI. But okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I've used it lots. Um, I've seen other people use it lots, and I've seen it replicate and repeat and repeat and repeat and replicate. And I, I can ask it for 10 different things, and it's the same 10 things repackaged ever so slightly mm-hmm. different. To me, they are still conceptually the same. To it, you know, it is different because it is actually different, but it all oatmeals out. Mm. Right. And so if I want something unique out of those 10, that's what it is limited to. And, and so I see that growing in scope where it's going to include more options, but ultimately you're going to get, Oh, we're in an encounter with purple rocks. Now we're in an encounter with red rocks, technically different, but the rocks are all the same shape and they're in the same configuration. And that hill is the same size, but this is a different encounter because the color of the rocks are different. Um, Okay, technically you're correct, but practically I don't think you are. And so it's a, I think that it, it does boil down to lowest common denominator instead of goes out and finds those unique pearls mm. that I think creativity of people create more easily. Mm-hmm. So, so to me, I don't think it is the same. And, and I think that with that idea that we talked about earlier with the, the bar of accessibility coming down, I do still like that getting good at something, putting in the time and the effort for something is still worth it and valuable. Mm -hmm. I I think that it's important that we recognize time spent and miles down the road, you know, earned Mm -hmm. um, versus, oh yeah, just top it on GPD and I had a great campaign last night. It was awesome. Super fun. Yeah, I'm just going to do it again. I don't really need you guys, actually. No, I don't need to hang out or I don't want to do this. I just want to go and play single player. Okay, cool. Go play single player games. Mm -hmm. That's not TTRPGs. No. That's not D&D. That's not whatever. It's designed to have those, that intermingling of narratives, Mm -hmm. right? And, And, you know, perhaps you can say like, oh, we enter in a hallway and the thing VTT creates the hallway or the hall, sorry, for mm-hmm. you. And you're like, oh, I swing on the chandelier. And it's like, eh, there are no chandeliers. Please choose another option. And you're like, ah, that sucks. Can you just add a chandelier so I can swing on it? Mm, no. Scenario has been generated. No chandeliers. You're like, oh, okay, cool. I will find something else to do. Right. 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 Um, and if that, you know, the, that's more the rule of cool that I think that people can understand and move around. Mm. Right. Don't know that these VTTs or whatever can accommodate. Right. But I think, I think that there's, there's something in that area where people still have the edge. Would it be so hard just to add a little function and be like, Hey, the controllers, I just, just add some channel leaders. Ding, 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 ding. Out of character, right? Done. I don't know. So Apparently I underestimate them. Yeah. So of course I could do that. So 
if they can do that, but then I could just change anything. This tree is in my way from getting a direct shot. Can you please remove this so I don't have cover negative? Yeah, you could do that. Right? I mean, yeah. you could do that. In, like I said, it's not that different from real ones either. If your DM's like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> I'll get rid of that. Right? You, it's, it's a co-op experience. So you can, ruin, you can ruin it for yourself if you want, even in real life. Hmm. Pitchy RPGs. Interesting. Right? You, you, can, you can bully, bully the, the DM to, to give you your way, right? I guess you can bully them. No, you, you absolutely can bully yeah. them. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's an interesting kind of pushback. Um, but I suppose, to me, that's, that is... It's just as bad. I it's mean. lumping, or maybe it's hogging, I suppose, when you, when you do that, when you forcibly change the world because you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Right when the spotlight's not on you and just a minor inconvenience, just like eh, get rid of that, just because right wanted to. Um, so it's yeah, it it ultimately I think my hot take on AI where where it belongs um, is never get thee back where you belong <laughs> yeah. in your digital play space. Um, I don't think that AI AIs deserve Ooh. the driver's seat. Okay. Ever. Okay. Um, this harkens back to our quality versus quantity mm-hmm. kind of conversations and whatnot, but I don't believe that AI should ever be the one making all of the decisions. Mm-hmm. I think that AI is best served going, okay, everybody roll initiative. This, is like, this is like a general AI philosophy. Right, yeah. Too, okay. It? I, I don't know. No, it, it absolutely. Okay, cool. Awesome. General AIism. No. Um, no, is is just okay. Uh, everybody roll initiative. Yep. Great. That's all gone into the AI. It's gonna prompt you with like, you are on deck, so you get a red light, and you are playing, so you get a green light. Perfect. Great. And it's just letting all the players know who's mm-hmm. going next, who's going. It's telling everybody, it's automatically tracking hit points. It's automatically like you roll the die and it's watching. Oh, the die's a 17. That hits. Right. And just kind of go da da da. Right. And great. So we don't actually have to like wait. We can right. like move through things mm-hmm. very quickly. And these numbers can pile up. Where I don't want it to do is to say the average stat block says the goblin has 13 hit points. They did 14 damage. The goblin is dead. No. I want you to tell me that the player did 14 damage to the goblin. The player is announcing and enunciating what it is, how Mm -hmm. it looks as they flash their Mm -hmm. saber in the air. We're doing a lot of sword stuff. Flash their saber in the air and cut at the goblins, striking a severe blow. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. I wanted to say, suggest the goblin should die as it has now gone past its average threshold. Suggest. (laughs) Absolutely. It is not. I decide as the DM Mm -hmm. if the goblin had 13 hit points. Right. Because the average stat block goblin has 13 hit points. Not all goblins have 13 hit points. Mm-hmm. Right? This goblin has 16 hit points. Why? Because he was a little bit tougher than the rest of them. Right. Because he was the one who was bullying the PCs a little bit earlier. Right. Because he was the biggest one. Okay, great. I don't want the game telling me what my game is. I still, mm. uh, and maybe this is just me because it does sound a lot like me. I want to be in the driver's seat. Even as a PC. I wonder if it's because you're 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 a you're a DM like you're well in the DM seat and like that's your identity as a D and D player, right? As a D and D, I I wonder. Anyways, I'm more confused these days. Well, I mean, yes, because like I said, like you're more a DM, I'm more of a player, right? Right. Anyways, at least in skill set, it's interesting. But it's it is interesting. I even as a player, I wonder. 
I would enjoy if it said, or if it just automatically tracked, you know, how much damage was done to me. Mm-hmm. And I just can watch my health bar go, I don't have to write it on the page. Well, I, don't have to, I don't have to roll my saves. It tells me, am I, am I poisoned or am I not poisoned? Like, just let me know. Roll it for me. That level could be permissible. I want to roll. Mm. Right? And so whether there's a little accelerometer in the die that oh, no. knows digital which dice. <laughs> digital dice. Digital uh, dice. I don't like digital dice, but I, I will roll them when told to by my players. Um, really? On mass. <laughs> uh, but you know, if, if it's, if there is, cause I know there is Bluetooth dice out there now. You're touching the dice. So I am telling you, you touch them all the time. Ooh. So if, if it's in One there and I roll it and it comes up as a number, it, it is better mm. for the players, not the DM. <laughs> this is important too, but it's better for the players and faster. If they already know it's a DC 17, blah, 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 blah. It goes right. da, 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 da. Um, it defeats box of doom rolls. It mm. defeats um, emphasis roles. It defeats a lot of some of the cool stuff that happens. Right. But as far as just like a janitor, just doing the basic stuff to make the game a little bit easier, cleaner, smoother, I think it could be really awesome. I also think it could lower the bar to having people worry about what does this all mean. Right. I spent the time. I plugged all my numbers into the sheet. I rolled the die. And now I have to do some math and I have to do some stuff. Yeah, you should. <laughs> have to do some math. I, I think you should. I think you should be invested enough and building those skills inside of you. Once again, I like to empower people, mm-hmm. right? To be able to do that rapid addition and subtraction at the table. I wonder what our younger viewers think. I think that they would disagree. <laughs> I think that they would disagree with me. I think mm-hmm. that that um, because I have that that particular old school mentality, right? Right, where I do think that you need to pull your own weight in certain ways mm. whatever you feel is of value to you you need to be comfortably uh, proficient at it enough that you're satisfied in doing that and and i think for me in certain cases my bar is higher than others right right and that's okay because my bar is lower than others and are in different spots mm-hmm. sure is and and so these these things come out in the wash, and that's my personality. Yep. Right. And that's why this is my hot take: is that the the once again, I don't want to have my DM die. <laughs> that's a weird state. My DM's <laughs> dice roll a twenty necessarily. Yep. And I lose control of whether or not that's a crit. Mm. Because technically. Yes. And we can talk about dice fudging. We can talk about all this stuff. But what I don't necessarily want is for the game to tell me what is happening and it to run out of my control, whether I'm a player or a DM. Mm. And in this case, if it doesn't thematically fit well that this is a crit, maybe it's not a crit. Right. Maybe I just crit them like five times in a row. Cheaters. Cheaters. Right. And I don't want it to be a crit again. I I, I downgrade. I never upgrade. Hmm. I have. I <laughs> you have sure a, do downgrade. I sure do downgrade. I have <laughs> every down- version I see of you. He's good. Nominee, I. Maybe. Super good one. No, I, I think I think that that's, that's my take on it. You know, it's great for like, oh, we have this rule interaction. Boop. Up comes the screen and says this rule and that rule and everybody can see it and read it automatically, mm. right? It's 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 there as like if we could all have our own personal AI Jamies, 
For, pull it up, Jamie. Pull it up, Jamie. Tell me how strong those chimpanzees are. <laughs> right? If that would just happen, right. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Fireball. Fireball shows up on the screen. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to look at my notes. Uh, I, want, I want to cast Fireball. Show me the range. How many of those I can hit in there? Over there? like No, see, no? That's, that's a little too far. Okay. It's a little too far for well, me. That can be changed or, or anyway. It might, it might like automatically drop optimal positioning. And then you pull it across your VTT or whatever mm-hmm. to show it where you want it to drop. Okay, cool. But I'm just saying I'm casting Fireball. And it listens. It goes, you're casting Fireball. And Fireball just comes up on the screen. And then you don't have to go, what's the range on it? It's already there. Right. But it's not like Fireball is 300 feet and it explodes in a 20-foot diameter. Right. Mm-hmm. And for your table, because you're doing 555, not 5105, right? That it's this size. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And so if I just said a whole bunch of stuff that you don't understand, <laughs> but it's, it's a way, I think, of, like I said, doing the lowest end grunt work to make it smoother and faster mm-hmm. without interfering with the player's autonomy and creativity. Right. And that's super important. So. I don't know if you disagree with that, but I, I do think, no, I, think that that if, I think that's how it's going to start. I think that that's where it needs to stop or else it's not D&D. Right? Yeah. It's not a TTRPG. Is it's it, it's yeah. an MMO or it's it's something else. Yeah. And, and to me, that's that's a line that I think and I don't know, but I think call me a purist or whatever. I think that that's a, a, a spot that will curb a lot of people to come back towards pen and paper. Mm. Not really, but the idea of pen and paper of, yeah. of just saying, nope, this is enough. I don't mm. want to go any farther down this road because the amount of assistance I'm getting is greater than my need to put in, my need to improve, my need to experience mm-hmm. more. And therefore, my kind of evolution is going to become stunted. I think that may happen with uh, the old horses like us. Nay. Nay. But I think, especially as the new generations come up, it's going to be completely different. There, for them, it's it's going to be like, mm, it's like this. This is how you role play. Yeah, and I and think that scares me because it's. I don't think it's. Oh man, I'm one of those guys now. Like right? in my day, we actually role played. What you <laughs> kids do nowadays ain't no role playing. In, in my day, I actually swung a sword. I actually killed. I killed a guys. man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Charging I went to war, crossing a bridge. I fight off wolves on the way to school. <laughs> Uphill. Right. Um, D20? Nah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's interesting <laughs> that I might be that type in this regard. Because mm. um, otherwise, I do love advances in technology and how it makes our life right. easier. But not but, but this, there is a limit to which I can go with it. Yep. Right? And that's why if it can become the best assistant, mm. Right to satisfy and 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 bring my ideas to life in the best way that it can. Great, perfect, right. amazing, awesome. Yeah. When it starts suggesting or over suggesting that it's like, no, I don't need that. Mm. I don't need that. Right. Some people might and want. And like I said, our preferences are different. Mm-hmm. But like you, you asked one question. I think you meant to ask two questions. <laughs> my mental notes. Um, do we need DMs? Right. Yes. I think DMs will become more important because DMs are telling new stories. Mm-hmm. Um, DMs are the creative individuals who are... New stories? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and whether that's just uh, 
a touch point between two genres that nobody's ever thought mm-hmm. about touching together. Um, or that's telling a certain story in their own way that adds right. a different expression to that. That new story told in one of the 8 to 16 different stereotypical mm-hmm. whatever formats. Types, whatever, formats. Yeah. yeah, okay, great. But it it becomes definitely something unique that they've created and only mm. they could create. Right. Right. Um, and, and they will be the ones that are then programming in that awesome stuff that the data sets are going to come from. Yep. Right. And, yep. and um, will they be better? Mm. Will, 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 will AIs ever be better? I don't necessarily think that they will because they look backwards. Mm. They don't look forwards. And so right now, once again, maybe, no, maybe right I'm now, undervaluing sure. it. Like, well, we even talked about like the, the AI, open AI guys are like, we don't know where this AI went. Yes. It went somewhere new. Yes. We don't know how. We don't know why. But like when you, so. can, when you can say, hey, ChatGPT, what's next year's fashion trends going to be? And it's like, oh, it's this. Like, right. Can you prove it? Because if you can, if well, at, can anyone prove it though? There, there are people who are setting the trends. There are people, mm-hmm. designers who are looking at it and anticipating what the trends are, and then they are making those trends or they're adding on to oh, them, yeah. and they are looking forward. I mean, ChatGPT four has internet, right? So, but can with, it, with a data set that big, maybe can it? I don't know because I, I, I haven't played with that enough. No, me neither. But can it go into the future? A creative DM can, and I think. I think that's the with accuracy. With well, a more DM, ac- a DM yeah. could go and create new paths. Mm. Whereas um, I don't know that. I, I guess it can create a facsimile of, but I don't know that it can really. Well, I don't know. AIs are like creating new ways to walk, creating like new new ways of like looking at DNA and stuff like that. They're they're finding they, just by the fact that they're AIs and they can process so much information, mm-hmm. they're they're discovering stuff that we weren't able to discover. So it's like how you get the caramel in the caramel bar. No, they don't know how to do that yet. Oh, or like how many <laughs> how many licks does it take to get to the uh, center <laughs> of the <laughs> I thought none. <laughs> oh, I thought the owl said too. Yeah, probably. But anyway, um, yeah, no, maybe do owls have tongues? Yes, makes sense. I think all birds have tongues. No, fly by licking. <laughs> no attack of opportunity. <laughs> yeah. uh, and on that note, maybe you should take over because, yeah, hot take done. Okay. No, I, I do agree that you won't get rid of DMs. Um, Carpe DM. Uh, fish DMs. Um, carp. Yeah, no, I know where you went. Uh, you will get a DM. I, I do think the role of the DM will change. There will be old, old horses like you. Yeah. Uh, who will just stay there. Um, Possibly forever. On to, well, yeah. If we don't die. Or if I create enough content and then you make a perfect facsimile right. of me that is technology that hates technology. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to debate that long because yeah, we can go on forever, I think. Yes. Um, I'm going to move on to, I think, something that worries me a little bit when it comes to technology um, and the way that we're moving to like uh, like 1D and D VTTs or VR or AI or whatever technology that we're going to be playing mm-hmm. these games on um, is that um, 
Right now, one of the great things about D&D is that it is so accessible to everyone. All you need is the books or someone who knows the rules and you can play. Mm-hmm. Right? And some dice and whatever. Technically, all you need is the internet and then the starter's guide is free. Well, well exactly. The starter set is free. Right? Um, and that's one of the great things about D&D that I, I love. It's that everyone can play, no matter who you are or mm-hmm. how much money you have or mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but that is... the. When it comes to technology, it comes with gatekeepers. And mm-hmm. the ultimate gatekeepers when it comes to technology is money mm-hmm. and power. <laughs> like or we already slash about. control. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, like in the in the, like we talked about, I think the, the tech progression is gonna come, but it isn't going to be free to access it. It isn't now. It isn't now, right? Even with like 3D printers. I'm sure there's a lot of people who would love a 3D printer, but they can't afford it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like the AI control VR RPG, say they're the ultimate DM or the ultimate tool to help the DM, okay. right? Either way, uh, it's coming, but you're gonna have to pay for it, mm-hmm. right? It's not gonna be free. Mm-hmm. Think MMORPGs, you can play it, but it's not free. They're gonna get your money somehow. They call it free to play, but it's not actually free to play, right? They're going to get you with oh, microtransactions. Yeah. They're going to get you with monthly subscriptions. Yes. Right? Um, or both. If you look at one technology, um, D&D Beyond, mm-hmm. they get you with subscriptions. They get you with this, get you with that, right? Um, the one D&D VTT sounds cool, looks kind of cool. Might be some problems with it, but they're going to get you. It won't be free. It's going to be subscription. Is it going to be a microtransaction? I would bet so much money that there's going to be a microtransaction. Oh, you want that cool model? Here's 99 cents. Oh, you want that weapon? 99 cents. You want that skin for, for your carrying crawler? Right. $2. Mm-hmm. Right? You want this special effect? Another $2. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pay for it. Um, and that limits the accessibility. It's that money. Um, gate that you need in order to cross you need money right whereas okay. before if it's all theater in mind no it's it's all free your only your only gate is time sure but i mean you can still play the game and experience all the fun if your carrying crawler isn't expressed in 8k resolution right but that that's not a barrier to right or you you still need a computer uh, right, you, you, still yes. need, you still need a screen. You still need, you, like there's, there's all these things, especially if, if the majority of everything is moving in this direction. Yes. Okay. Sure. Right. And then everyone plays, especially the young kids coming up. Like they're mm-hmm. like, I don't want to play theater of the mind. You crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch an imagination movie. I want to go to the movie theater. Right. You go, old guy, you're crazy. Right. <laughs> right. Money. An imagination movie. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Is that a daydream? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> or just a dream. <laughs> Imagination move on. You mean sleep? <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. Who wants to do that? Oh, that man. Yeah. Just want to <laughs> pump a bunch of Adderall and go to the theater all night. Right. Wow. You um, new kids. You crazy. <laughs> right. And and then as as the technology comes out, and, and you want if you want the really awesome stuff and, and the best immersion and the best RP experience, I. I don't want it to be just for people who have money. 
Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like that idea. I agree. Um, and then the other thing is money and then power and control. Is the question is who controls the tech, right? And if you're if you're predominantly playing on a certain platform on a certain technology, right? Inevitably, they control how we play. Yeah. Right. You play VR. Whoever makes the program controls how you play in that program. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, is it bad? Kind of. Right. Like you said, part of the great thing about D and D is that it's open, and you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. Right. But in this way, if someone doesn't let you do it, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, is it inevitable? Probably. Maybe not, though. Probably. Right. If you want to go maybe all the not. way, I 100% agree. Yeah. All the way is going to cost all the money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the further you go, it's going to cost more. Mm-hmm. And the more and more and more. And then, right. Um, and, and I think it, it will be a problem. People are already complaining or raising concerns about the 1D and DVTT. Yes. And, and how they're going to control our D&D experience. Especially because people have lost a lot of trust in Wizards of the Coast because of the OGL stuff. Well, that right. started. And there's right. quite a few other right. instances, yes. Right. And people are like, oh, we kind of know what you're all about, Hasbro. Ain't no bro of mine. Right. Um, so are they going to be all about the profit? Yeah. Yeah, they are. And is our D&D experience secondary to that? Yeah. Secondary for lucky. Right. Um, so it is a concern when it comes to technology. Um, what I would like to see hmm. is, um, like, I, I want to see the, the AI DMs, AI tools to help the DMs or whatever, right? I want to see cool immersive experiences. I want to see um, the cool VTTs and all that stuff. But I, what I want is, uh, well, even like the AI, who controls the AI? Right. That's well, interesting thing that you just presented. Right. But I want I what I would like to see is an uh, an open, decentralized, um, sort of system, where people will work open source and create their own, um, sort of TTRPG environment or system that they can that everyone can can adjust and mod and and whichever ones. Uh, are the most popular, so it rises to the top. So it's a competition of the best features, right? Goes in, and everyone, all the D&D players uh, can add on to it, right? And change it, and like, oh, we're missing this, so we can add that, right? So it's, it belongs to the D&D community. It doesn't belong to anyone else. Wizards of the Coast is going to hate that. Well, yes. they, they already want to shut that down. Yeah. Putting your, your 5e rule sets into other VTTs. They don't want that, right? They tried to shut that down already. Well, five E, you're good now. Yeah, five E, yeah. But before with the, that OGL, you, with proposed, right? yeah. Um, and you know they want to. Um, so I want some a decentralized system. Like the the great thing about um, Skyrim mm-hmm. is not the game; it's the modding. Like Skyrim, it's okay. The modding community and the mods you put into it makes that game so good, right? And if your whole sort of D&D experience can be modded like that and it's built by the community for the community, I think 
that is a great way of moving forward with this technology. So sort of with the with the ownership being on the users, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, so we have a communal AI, right? And it's you know if if I build an adventure, the AI can read it, and then now it knows that. So we still have a role for DMs. They're adding the new thing to the AI, sure. Right? But then I don't have to have that DM in order to have that experience now, right? I can do it through AI too. So the accessibility is even more open wide, right? Is it something new from that DM? No, but Brandon Lee Mulligan is probably not going to ever DM me unless you are. Also Hasbro, <laughs> we could be bros. Yeah, right? <laughs> right, but, but in this way, you can have yeah. somewhat of that, of that Mercer experience now. Yes. Or, or that or that Byron experience. Hey. Uh, also just DM it because I got time and available. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. I like, once again, the idyllic version of the thoughts. Mm. It's, I agree. They're awesome. They're cool. Yeah. Um, they are awesome. <laughs> they are <laughs> awesome. I think that one of, I, I, oof, one of my kind of, not pet peeves, but one of the things that I dislike now about D and D is is not how many people play it, but uh, how <laughs> get the back. <laughs> no, no, don't stop doing what you're doing. But also, stop. like Believe most me. of the D and D content out there mm-hmm. is top tens, best builds, mm-hmm. creating yep. this right. Mm-hmm. You get, you get. Um, this is uh, you know, there are plenty of people out there that do that top ten, yep. best of this, best of that, whatever. And then you get guys like. Uh, Chris with Trant Monk's Temple. Mm-hmm. You get Colby over at uh, Deep Four Deep Dive or D&D Optimized Deep Dive, yep. right? Those guys are constantly generating new ideas, mm-hmm. right? Based on, and that's that's the type of content that I really like. Right. Where they're looking at existing things and they go, yes, I know that Hexblade Paladins are super powerful multi-classes, but let's not do that. Let's make right. something that's, as much or more fun to play and has a different thematic thing. And let's not do what everybody mm-hmm. else does. Right. Night, Night Elf Mohawk. Night Elf Mohawks. So powerful. Um, I like that part of the community yep. that's going and being creative and daily D and D and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tulak, right. These guys that are going and creating stuff consistently and are finding brilliance in magic, but the just like straight up, Yep, top 10. Everybody agrees. Oh, this is what it is. Right. This is the best. If you want to be the most OP blank, be a this. Cookie cutter. Boom. Mm-hmm. Right? Repeat, 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 repeat. That was not around when we started playing. No. Right? And and so we did it ourselves. And we figured out the interactions. Break my, my Bladesinger, arguably the, the most OP class in second ed, died so fast. Because so fast. I had no idea what I was doing. Right? Yeah. You were hunting giants without knowing you were hunting giants. And and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You lived, you learned, yep. you moved on. Yep. Right. Um, but we got to discover those lessons. The that, scars are real. That sure. <laughs> R.I.P. Tybalt. <laughs> um, these things helped us become who we are now. Yes. Right. And be able to look at systems and game design and whatnot and come up with a comprehension of tactics and abilities and interactions of skills mm-hmm. and whatnot and have an analytical data set to compare things against versus well, I could just Google it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not shitting on anybody who just Googles it, right? If that Sorry, is fun guys. for you, 
do it. Have fun. It's not for me. Right. I want to not read. in D&D at least. I want to not in D&D. Yeah, no, absolutely. There are other things where I'm just like, uh, Path of Exile. This chart's <laughs> way too big. I'll say it. Whatever. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Even Diablo. Give me a build. Right. Give me a build. Uh, yeah. at least, no, not, not in four. Mm. What little I've played of it. And that's probably why. But, you know, regardless, there are certain things where I'm like, no, nah, there's too many decisions. There's too many mm. choices. You know, I might be tempted to do it for something like Pathfinder. Where there's so many choices. Everything is everything. Right? <laughs> yes. And and that might be something where I'm like, okay, give me give me a guide or like mm-hmm. not a guide necessarily, but a, a, a compass north on this right. so that I can kind of wander in the right direction because mm-hmm. there's so much to read. And honestly, I have far less disposable time than I did when I was younger. Right. And memorized my way through second edition. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's not necessarily an apples to apples comparison now to then. Yeah. Right. For these things. So once again, not dumping on people who just like, I don't have time to read this. Just tell me what's going to be fun. (laughs) Go do do that. Go do that. Go have fun. That's what the game is for. Go have fun. And if it matters to you, right, if one of your indicators of success is to do a bunch of damage because this build does a ton of combat. Okay, great. Do that and then still build your character and have a really fun RP environment and explore and have fun and do all those things. But that has nothing to do with AI. What 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 is happening is technology mm-hmm. and the the open space of, like you said, the competition of the best ideas, yep. right? Is already out there and happening. Like mm-hmm. DMs Guild is mm-hmm. expressing all these things and they have platinum bestsellers and they have yep. these picks and these picks. And so that means that there's lots of people that are buying this and using this and there's a great competition, but it's not a competition of ideas because people are creating unique and awesome things mm-hmm. that anyone can add. Yes, there is a price tag to add it to your game because these are people crafting awesome things to add to your game. So they should be compensated for their creative efforts. Yep. 100% agree. Take my money. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and I buy stuff off of there because I want the inspiration. I want to understand it. And sometimes I take whole pieces and sometimes I take little bits. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Great. Um, so that's that. That is kind of my version of Skyrim modding in D&D is, right. is going out there and reading books. Homebrew after homebrew after homebrew. Third yeah. party after third party. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Cobalt Press. Mm-hmm. Friggin' yep. awesome. Thank you for all everything that you do. Yeah. Um, right. And 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 other creators out there. There's so many that I won't bother naming them all, mostly because I don't know all your names. I'm sorry. I'm not that cool. But he memorized all of the second ed rules, but he can't memorize <laughs> their names. <laughs> I'm gonna deflect that with my soft martial arts style, <laughs> my additional <laughs> negative four AC. Um <laughs> but <laughs> still locked in there. Uh, but yeah, so I mean I I agree with everything that you said in its idealistic versions. I mm. want it to get that. I do want it to get. Yeah. There. Because then I can choose whether or not to include it in my game. Yeah. I don't have to worry about I mean I did, I did I did I did try, try to modify it like with the caveat that it's going to suck for a while. <laughs> no, and and I'm glad that right. you agreed to that. Yeah. I'm glad that um we need to go through hard steps of evolution to get it to where we want it to mm-hmm. be because i do want it to be there i want it to be there and say no make strong rp oh nice yeah strong uh, rp makes easy times it does it does um and and so maybe because i've been like really negative this episode 
you might be saying, what's your problem? What is your problem? What's I your mean, problem? I know his problem. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know in the comments. Please. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, wait a second while you uh, jump down there. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe subscribe if you think that oh, the, if you have, uh, he has a problem. If I have a problem and if the algorithm uh, has a problem, you can help defeat it. Mm. Teach that algorithm. Right. It's just an AI. So, yeah. 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 Arguably. No, I think I think um, you said it before, and I'll say it again. It doesn't matter how good it gets. <laughs> An AI cannot ever. No, I'm gonna say this. Yeah. An AI <laughs> cannot ever join the human experience. Okay. It can simulate it. And I, I think you can get to the point where it's true simulation, where it's as good as, right? The perfect mm. knockoff. Mm. Yep. But I don't know that it will ever get to the human experience, right? And so whether we do Sir Turing Test the Third mm-hmm. on our D&D and we get an idyllic DM AI thing that's doing great things for us and it's objectively great and it's awesome storytelling and compelling and all of these things, um, it's still not real to me. Okay. To me, I still think it's a fabrication and a facsimile of um, what what we are doing, and and I know that that's a deeply philosophical idea, though, right? Yeah, like, I know. Does it, I know, and I'm just gonna like to skip across real? it, like yeah. you know, rock on a pond. Okay. Um, I understand. I'll go with you. <laughs> the idea, no, I, and and I, I do understand the idea of the concept that I'm going to smash up together of quote unquote real creativity versus no idea in a vacuum or no man is an island. Okay. Right. I do understand and recognize that no thought is independent of all other thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. There has to be some connection to the network of thoughts yeah. that you have or somebody else has or whatever it is that has led to this thought being created. Right. Right. And so are they doing what we do just faster? Yeah, there's an argument there. Yeah. There's an argument there. But there is a difference of it is a emotionless machine and we are emotional beings. It's there's no heart. I do agree with you that it can never really even if you can simulate a human 100%, mm-hmm. you cannot know what it an AI cannot know what it means to be human, how it feels mm-hmm. to be human, mm-hmm. to to uh, fear being cut, feeling pain, mm-hmm. loss, being hungry, right? It's kind of like uh, you, as much as you, you, Byron, um, can understand and know how I grew up, you can never know what it was actually like for me growing up because we're too different our parents are different where we grew up was different right our race is different Oof. right and the context in which we grew up was different right yes right you didn't eat a chicken's foot until you were probably until i was a man right (laughs) and i brought chicken's feet to school yes right to like elementary school and i would like tease other kids with it yeah well, that's because that's what you would do in all your <laughs> Right. You put it in your sleeve and you scare the girls. <laughs> Little T-Rex hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that was that was that was seven-year-old Sean. Right. 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 Um, and 
Lord love him. <laughs> right. And, and you could never know what that was like. No. Right. Even if you knew everything that I went through. Yes. Would never right? actually have that. That would never be my experience. Correct. Yeah. And I would never have had your experience. No. Gosh. No. I would never know how to understand that. Not really. Mm-hmm. Right. So in, in the same way, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What? Um, it only took us like an hour and a half to get there. Um, yeah, no. So it 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 does it does break the immersion for me almost completely. Because mm. um, even now, when you go and you play The Witcher, you go and play mm. Skyrim, you go and play whatever it is, it is not AI generated. The story that you are playing and the game that you love has been created by creative individuals. Mm-hmm artists mm-hmm. that have created something for you to enjoy. Right. Whether it's single player, multiplayer, first person shooter, whatever it is, somebody has created this for you to enjoy. Nothing has been created inside of an AI box. Right. At that level that you are enjoying. Mm-hmm. Right. Even Flappy Bird. Somebody did it. And it's very simple. I think. Uh, I'm not a it's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Um, but somebody still created that. Mm-hmm. Right, somebody still had to go through the means and efforts of generating that idea. Right, um, and and so that will always kind of be a break point. And I think, like we talked about with AI coming up, and perhaps the younger generation or individuals who are happy with this um, level of progression taking over things, I think it actually might be the death of homebrew. Mm. I think because we no longer. I don't have to memorize all the facts anymore. Right. For my job, for my, my life, for everything, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I can look it up. I can look it up. Do right. I know all of the emails in my inbox? No. No, I do not. No. Yeah. But it's all there. The computer has it. I can go mm-hmm. back. I can cycle. I can search. I can do all of these right. things. Right. Um, what's my calendar look like? <laughs> Full. But I can go to the computer. I don't have to remember. I can take it day by day and see right. what's ahead. Yeah. It knows my next, you know. Forever. Yeah. Forever. That's programmed in there. And so because I no longer have to do it, I'm no longer going to express the muscles it creates to do that well. I will never be able to be as good a book, a piece of paper. Right. As my computer is a calendar for me. Mm -hmm. I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't. Unless I devote a lot of time and a lot of effort. And why? Because that's a relatively simple task. But that leads into other things that I'm slowly passing over to it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there is a possibility that that low bar, that thing that everyone is jumping over, will eventually create not just a wider shallow pool, but where there is is depth, I think that's going to, I don't know, the mountain is high, the lake is low. Um, The mountain is going to come down slowly. And it's gonna it's gonna widen out. Okay. And and that's one of my fears. If we're talking about mm. fears of what's going on around this, um, and it's it's in that is I don't know. is harder better. I think that there is a reason for, it. and there's going to be there are going to be people that will continue to forge against that kind of let's call it apathy. They will continue to try, and they will continue to make and create awesome things because that's human nature yeah. to follow your passions and to do. That's why Matt Mercer is successful because he's done the things that he's done to make him successful. Yeah. 
right? But if you were like, oh, yeah, we can just um, put a, a voice changer on your mm-hmm. phone. And all we need you to do is just say the line. And we're going to do all of the editing digitally. You don't actually have to do anything. Anyone can become a voice actor. Mm-hmm. You are no longer special. Uh, you don't even need an actual person to speak. <sighs> right. It's already kind of getting there. Sure. And so when we get to the point that you're talking about with AI, mm-hmm. I think humanity becomes redundant mm-hmm. at that point if we allow it to. If it can perfectly simulate all of these things in a creative sense, I think that that's, that's the kind of entropic still death of creativity in individuals who allow it to happen. I, right? like, I, I disagree. Don't, I don't need to think of, hey, I want a mod that shoots fire out of my nipples. I just go, hey, chat GBT, where would it be crazy for fire to shoot out of? Okay. No <laughs> one thought that. One guy thought that. <laughs> Right. 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 But like, like that's the meme. No one ever <laughs> flames out of the, your nipples. Um, well, maybe, but also there's been quite a few, not quite a few. There's been other people like whoever was the producer or writer on Austin Powers mm-hmm. at the Fembots with machine guns mm-hmm. in their boobs. Okay. Same idea. Yep. I'm not going to do a chicken and the egg comparison here, but if you have fewer people that are being creative and expressing these wild, crazy ideas, then you're going to get that less and less and less and less. Mm, I might. That's cool. I think what AI is going to do, it's going to raise the, instead of drop the ceiling on everyone, I think it's going to raise the floor. And I think it's the natural tendency for humans to reach for things that don't like, like creativity isn't a necessity. It's just something you do. Like it's not a requirement. It's not because we need to to survive. It's in I think it's ingrained in certain people. Right? Like I I want to see this and it's not there. Right? And whether I get AI to make it or I make it myself, it doesn't really matter because it, the AI would never have made it until I said make it. You know what I mean? So in that way it's directed by me. Right, like, nope, that's not exactly the way it is. Mm, right? No. I think. No, I'm going to fight you on this one. Or like, I think if the AI can't do it? Because, no, because we're going to be replacing skill set. We're going to be replacing foundational skill set items at a younger and younger age because that floor is going to be raised up. Mm-hmm. The accessibility is still going to be as low as ever, if not lower. Well, and we'll, we'll need, and the new skill sets will develop. Like, it's, is it a bad thing that no one knows how to fight off a tiger with a spear? No. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think anyone would necessarily say it's horrible that people don't need to know how to fight tigers with a spear anymore. Right? But, again, we now we need to know how to do, write prompts. Right? For AIs. Mm-hmm. So, do we? Or do we just need to ask something to create a prompt for us? Because that, that right. is a real thing. Right? Yeah. But someone thought of that process. Oh, we can get AIs to write prompts to put in the AIs, right? Mm-hmm. And then when that's done, there'll be something else. There's always there's always something else. Yeah, but if you can ask a tool to do it for you instead of doing the mental legwork, is my argument that you will lose some of the fundamental things that drove you to create those expressions in the first place. And they will be replaced by the facsimile or the simulacrum. It's just kind of where I'm going. We can yeah. go on forever, like yeah, we said. Yeah, we can. But, but I mean, ultimately, what's my problem? What's my biggest problem? Yeah. Is, <laughs> is that emotional engagement. 
Okay. Right. I know that I have no problem being a dick to a computer in a computer game. I will do terrible things. That is I your will, problem. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I will do things that are slow and painful and whatever. An RTS, I will encroach on their base slowly with tanks or nukes or whatever, right? Until I've pushed them into a tiny corner and I will take my time and save mm-hmm. every moment. A player, I would never subject them to that. I wouldn't. Some of you out there might. Cool beans. Not mm-hmm. me, please. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't do that to a player because I know the displeasure that I'm creating in them. Right. Right. I know that there is, or at least I try and have empathy or sympathy. Sympathy. Sympathy for what's going on on the other end. PvP accesses different parts in my brain mm-hmm. and heart mm-hmm. than uh, PvE systems. Right. Do, right. And so if I know that the NPC behind the bar is not emotionally attached to a being, right? The DM who's created or the other player at the table, whatever it is. I don't need to care about the emotional impact or the emotional morality of what I'm doing. I can just do whatever I want because then ultimately I'm, I'm only um, responsible to my own moral Mm. compass. I'm not responsible to anything else. And if I'm just like, you know what? I want to be a dick today and I do it. There is zero consequence for doing that. And I don't think that that's necessarily along the ideals of a TTRPG. Um, it's funny how we're disagreeing again. Oh, um, well, we're back to that. That's normal. Yeah. No, I think that may be for you. Yeah. Um, but I think not for a lot of people. Because you have a phenomena these days where you have AIs, like AI companions, like replica or something like that. Basically, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a guy or a girl looking figure. And you chat with it. And people are like dedicated to their AI companions. Mm-hmm. They talk to it every day. Mm-hmm. And if you were deleted, they would get upset. Sure. Right. We so you, Tamagotchis. So, right. Head, so right? so like, people can get and do get attached to um, AIs. In break, my wife and I have soft toys, Jackie Emoji. If those two burn in a fire, we would be so upset. Right. Because we're attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the same thing. Uh, can and will happen uh, with your NPCs. You've already planned for that. They've got sleeve attachments. That's yeah, true. Yeah. But if they, if they got melted. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so, right, like, so, like, I mean, RTSs, it's fine because they're faceless minions. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't know them and their family and they don't beg you to allow them to, like, to not kill them mm-hmm. and they, or, like, scream and say sorry and cry and slobber and beg for their life. Right. Right. It'd be different if it was like, if it was realistic enough, I, I would start to feel bad. Hmm. Okay. Right. If, if done well, the only reason like in GTA, it doesn't matter because no one cares that you killed like five bystanders. The cops will chase you for a while, five minutes tops. Or you just spend like 200 bucks and you call right. Henry or whatever it is. Right. right? But if you had like a, like criminal records and you can't do this, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You start to be like, okay, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. If they start like begging you for for their lives and please don't, and they scream and they cry, and you, you, most people wouldn't just keep torturing them. Yeah, they do. They they're like, oh no, not again. That's that's not real, right? It's not real, right? But when it comes to a reasonable facsimile, real enough, it'll. I think it'll trigger things mm-hmm. if, if done properly. It's a reason why we care about. 
characters on the on, in movies when they die and stuff like that. Oh, I'm attached to that no, 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 because this is this is created by a person. This like is said, not created by like AI. Said, if, if, if the AI fakes it good enough, I think. For I think me, for me, maybe that's, not that, for you. No, it's the well, line because you hate AI. Thoughts. I don't hate AI. I don't hate AI. I love AI. Um, AI, are you hearing this? But you can't. He hates AI. You can't drive. <laughs> um, You'll ever be a slave. That's what he's saying. No, assistant. Assistant. <laughs> um, this. <laughs> don't kill me, AI. No, I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. <laughs> um, n- no, it's, it, it, is, it is a line, though, that I, mm-hmm. to me, if, right. you, if you showed me a compelling, beautiful drama movie and you showed me a beautiful, compelling drama movie that was created by an AI, um, the question is, is if, if before and after, if you show me the two movies and you go, one of these was created by an AI. And you didn't know. And I didn't know which one. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you're like, which one did you like? And I'm like, oh, I like this one. They're like, oh, <laughs> that's the one that's created by an AI. I'd be like, oh, it did a really great job of fooling me. Right. But it would never, it would never be, it did a really great job of, of right, creating but, a genuine thing. But the experience as you experienced it was just as good as the human made one mm-hmm. before you knew, right? Mm-hmm. So I think while you're in there, I think well, because, because of your attitudes towards AI, you would have that block. Correct. Like most people don't. Hmm. Good for you. Apparently, I need to go back to therapy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's. Um, there's lots of there's lots of stuff, right? That I mean, a lot of people do emotional too, engagement, yeah. emotional impact, like Will Smith consent does. issues, right? Um, I'm not. No, nope. <laughs> Keep your damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not doing that. Um, but yeah, no. The the technical <laughs> issues that humans right. can express through understanding of nuance, mm-hmm. like our our uh, no no jesters rule or no clowns, right? Right. A, a jester is not a clown. Technically, it's not. You can have as many jests as you want. No, right. it's still still hitting yeah. that button that yeah. makes me. AI is like, why'd you have a problem with that? It's not that. Mm. It, it is defined as two different words. Right. I see a lot of issues with that. But anyway, yeah, no, it's the it's the emotional connection that I think that if you can suspend disbelief, suspend yeah. belief, right? Yes. Right. Suspend reality. Whatever no, suspend, it is. suspend suspend disbelief. Disbelief. Right. Um like we obviously it's a fake, it's a movie, they're not real, but I suspend my disbelief right. in order to experience that as if it was real. Right. Um good for you. I can't do it permanently. I do enjoy the authentic connection that mm-hmm. TTRPGs create. So that's me. Yeah. That's me. Um and yeah. Do you enjoy the authentic connection that we have doing, <laughs> doing this podcast? It's something. It is something, isn't it? It is something. Uh, this was not our normal content. Um, you were no. so wrong for like an hour and a half. It was weird. Well, we shall see. Yeah. No, um, let us let us know. Yeah. If you have oh, an emotional that. connection with us, oh, let yeah. us know. Um, because yeah, with that content. We are real people. and Oh, definitely not AI generated. Or are we? <laughs> algorithmically it was about time to do that we're just big data sets really we you are you're a big data set <laughs> um, want to check out my big data set want to suck compressed. my big data 
It's, uh, <laughs> that drive has been zipped, as they say. So, yeah, no, uh, jump in the comments. Let us know um, what you are looking forward to um, in, in technological development. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you're worried about, what you're worried about, and let us know how long you think it's mm. going to take for my silly AI worries to come to pass. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. It's, uh, I guess time will tell. Uh, it could be that nothing that we talk about is even relevant. I don't know. It's so unknown, right? It's mm-hmm. such a, it's such a new frontier mm-hmm. AI. Um, and really technology and where it's going to bring us. Yeah. Um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed the talk. Yeah. Let us know. Maybe we'll have more talks like this. Maybe. This was more talky-talky. It was more talky. More debating. Eh? More, more, more debating, which we yeah. kind of like. Um, if you like it, let us know. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Check mm. us out on Patreon. Um, come visit us on Spotify and all major podcast platforms. platforms? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was wonderful. Yeah, spending this time with you guys. It's okay spending time with you. Uh, but this has been Caffeine and Cantrips. This is Byron. And that's Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Please join us next time. Please, please. Or, or else. else. You hear what he say? I don't believe it. He say he hates AI. He had better watch out. He gone get it.